you are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. It is Victory Monday, and, you know, uh, you know, I don't have to usually do a lot of stuff, you know, as far as getting prepared for this podcast, but, you know, my life's going to be pretty easy here in the next little while because Antonio Brown obviously is going to make that easy, and I'm going to give you my whole spiel on what I think about that whole situation after I break down the game scientifically. Now, game yesterday, they beat, they end up beating the Jets, uh, come back. Not a pretty game to me. And if you'd asked me before the game, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, if you asked me six weeks ago, if you think this Buccaneers team is a Super Bowl team, I'm going to say no. I still don't. I still think we're a good football team that's able to come back and beat a Jets team. But we're not a great football team, everybody. And when I'm talking about great, last year at this time, we were starting to play great. We're not playing great right now. Off, two offsides on the first drive. Those are little things that come back to bite you, okay? And there's certain players that we have that I don't think are playing great. I really don't. Devin White, to me, seems a little bit off. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a physical thing. Sometimes, you know, the length of seasons get to you. Sometimes the duration of your career gets to you. But Devin White does not look the same. I see Devin White blocked a lot now. Whereas the last couple of years, you'd see him being aggressive, you know, using his speed, and he was hard to get, hard guy to get his hands on. Uh, Tryon Shryanka is playing a lot right now. JPP's out. Shaq Barrett's out. And I would say out of the the whole game that I watched Tryon Shryanka play, I would say maybe I saw him make a half of a play that I think would would last. Okay, when I say that. When I used to see players like uh, uh, um, Gaines Adams, in uh, some ways Gerald McCoy, when they made plays, they were jumping around blocks. That's not how you make football plays. You have to make football plays through people. And he is not able to do that yet. He's not strong enough. And he's just not representing. We don't. Our pass rush is not good enough right now. If you think that pass rush is good enough to go to Green Bay and beat Green Bay or beat Arizona, and we're in trouble, I'm telling you. It's not, it's not enough, okay? So, as far as our offense goes, we don't run the ball with enough passion. And I'm going to say that because we, who have we really run the ball down their throats? I think that's necessary, man. Once again, I keep on bringing up Green Bay. Play in Green Green Bay in January. You don't want to throw the ball 45 times, do you? I don't. Tom doesn't. Tom wants to hand that damn ball off. Throw the ball 25 times, maybe. Donovan Smith had a long day. Didn't have a great play. Didn't have a great game. I'm a Donovan Smith defender. Uh, when he doesn't have a great game, it, it stands out. But he's also a left tackle. He's going against usually the best pass rusher. He struggled a little bit. Um, and as a whole, offensively, we were just kind of up and down, especially at the beginning of, this, of the game. Uh, it, was, it was awful. I knew the Buccaneers were going to figure things out because that's what they always do. The Buccaneers are a better football team than the Jets. They did figure it out all in the end. And the Buccaneers got some help as well. They really did. You know, you got to applaud the Jets for still fighting. But, you know, at the end of the game, when they're going for it, uh, and it's fourth and two, okay, people, some people question the, the call to go for it. But, okay, if you kick a field goal and you're up by seven and you're giving the ball to Tom Brady with two minutes and 15 seconds, that's not a good equation, okay? That's, that's an equation to go to overtime or lose the game on a two-point conversion. So they're going for it on fourth and two. 
You know, I think it was on like the 30-yard line somewhere in there. But then you run a quarterback sneak against the Buccaneers who are the strongest up the middle with a with a rookie little bitty quarterback. That's your creativity? So to be honest with you, uh, the Bucs got lucky a little bit. But, you know, when you give the ball to Tom Brady, and don't think that other coaches don't coach differently from who's on the other sideline. Tom Brady has had 66 game-winning drives. Now it's 67, okay? And what was crazy about it, watching it over here at the Dignitary Tea and Kava House, the, I said just before the drive, I do not feel confident throwing the ball to Cyril Grayson. We need A.B., and, you know, Cyril Grayson is an undrafted player who's been on eight different teams, all right? Long story short, the ball's pump faked. Cyril Grayson, touchdown, game's over. Buccaneers get it done. Now, this whole A-B thing, you know, haven't got a chance to be on air yet, and I know it's going to be dominated uh, for the two hours that I'm on today, and obviously we've got to talk about this whole A-B situation. Um, to me, the A-B situation, as I'm seeing everybody else deal with it, Think about it this way, everybody. A.B., when you talk about mental health, and please do me a favor and stop saying it's not mental health, okay? Stop that, please. When you're seeing an athlete act out thusly, and, okay, let's get let's get things straight, okay? And, I, like, on social media, I put out a post, and I said, listen, let's keep it real now, okay? The kid is sick. Everybody's like, he's just an asshole, okay? You know, you know how many assholes are in the NFL? 30%? 30% of the ass in the NFL is assholes. There's 30% of your office is full of assholes. Assholes don't do things to cost themselves millions of dollars. It doesn't happen, okay? Assholes don't get fired. Assholes are just assholes. I played against, I played with a lot of assholes. They weren't fired. They weren't sent home. And they weren't ridiculously talented and can't find a gosh darn job. Come on now, that's not being an asshole. To do what he did yesterday is not being an asshole. You clearly, you're showing your ass in front of millions of people. The Today Show opened up with Antonio Brown. They don't know nothing about no gosh that Antonio Brown. Are you kidding me? Who thinks that that is good for anybody's brand, okay? And with greatness comes enabling. And they've been enabling, you know, Antonio Brown for ages now, Okay. They've been enabling him for ages, and now all of a sudden, everybody wants to jump on top of him, and, you know, he broke down in front of the film, blew millions of dollars, okay? The kid has been a ticking time bomb since he's got here. This is the problem. If you watched in the game, and Antonio Brown's going to talk about I wasn't healthy. Well, if you weren't healthy, Antonio Brown, how the hell did you turn that one DB into a pretzel and almost break both his ankles with it when you're not healthy? You see what Antonio Brown did to that one DB? You know how many, you know how many receivers could do that in the whole NFL? Maybe 10. And not just on, on, I'm talking about the whole NFL. He is that special. And he's going to be without a job. Antonio Brown had a contract that was incentive laden. What does that say? It says that nobody trusts you. Who would want to give him a bunch of money? The problem was he got the power back. He lost the power when he got cut from all those teams, and he lost the power last year, and he lost the power a little bit when he got hurt, and when he was vaccinated and got suspended, and he came back, and all the receivers got hurt, and he came back, and he was a man again, he got the power back. And he was like, you guys need me. Here comes Captain Asshole again. It gets to a point where your, your, your tolerance and your, your ability, 
you got to start measuring it. People can't tolerate too much. And that, you're giving up on your team. If I'm a teammate, first of all, I don't care what Antonio Brown does. I don't have enough time for it. But how, what do you think Ali Marpet and those guys were thinking as they're in the huddle and they're watching Antonio Brown walk off the field without a shirt? Hey, what's Antonio doing walking without a shirt on in the middle of an NFL game? You see, you see how crazy it sounds? It doesn't even look, it doesn't look crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. And to walk up the field and wave and all, it's crazy. To, to post right away on, on Instagram is crazy, okay? It's not just being an asshole. And it's to a point now where who the hell would want their name and their brand anywhere close to that? Antonio Brown's people talk about he was too, too hurt to be in the game. From what I heard, Antonio Brown went to Tom Brady and questioned him and said, oh, I guess it's Bronx back and your guy again. And that's why he didn't want to go back in the game. All right. Now, you have your teammates watching you parade around like that. And they know you're not hurt. You can't let him back in the locker room ever. Actually, to be honest with you, I don't think you let anybody. I don't like you let him back in anybody's locker room because it says nothing about your locker room if you let A.B. back in there and the thing is the fact that Bruce Arians let him in there for the first point tells him that um, it, 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 he, should, he, should have, he shouldn't have done that in the first place so once again A.B.'s people are going to try to push it on Bruce Arians and the organization and listen Bruce Arians I'm going to say this all Bruce Arians has to say is the guy gets fired everywhere he's at you guys are going to believe him why would anybody believe him at this moment? I don't know why anybody would believe Antonio Brown at this moment. I certainly don't. I'm going to say good riddance, but I'm also going to say this. If I was his teammate, I would still have his back because that's still my boy. That's still my teammate. We still went to war together, and I would hope for the best for you, and if you needed anything, I would be there for you, okay? And I hope that's how his teammates are approaching this because that's still your teammate. That's still your that's still your role, dog, Okay? But he clearly needs some help. No doubt about that. And I hope that people around him have the ability to tell him that. But I think Antonio's the kind of guy, he ain't listening to nobody. It looks like really including his family, unfortunately. If anybody wants to email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. We had Pizza Lover asking me about the whole uh, Antonio Brown situation. And we pretty much uh, followed that. And uh, you know, Jordan Wall was asking about O.J. Howard and... I'm getting tired of talking about O.J. Howard. He don't play enough for me to really talk about him. I think he had 14 plays. Don't believe he had a catch yesterday. I don't believe. And uh, he's really just a number. And a good-looking kid. Great-looking kid. But I'm just getting tired of talking about him because uh, he's got one more game regular season and we'll have whatever happens in the playoffs, and we probably will never see him again. Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Everybody have a wonderful week. Enjoy the victory. And uh, the Bucks got one more. They got to take care of Carolina. And uh, there we go. Then it's playoff time. Have a wonderful week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Rock Stops Here with Rock Riley Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Today is round number two of an NFL fan that lives across the pond from the UK. Jolly old England. He is Phil Jones and he is president of the Bucks UK Fan Club. And they have been going strong since the late 1970s. 
How did this start? It just, it amazes me. And they're the nicest bunch of people. There was another uh, group, some from the Bucks UK, that were over here a week ago for a home game. I met a bunch of these guys a couple of weeks ago. And for them, no big deal. No, nine-hour flight, no big deal. No, I'm over here at the States a lot. No, 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 no. No, well, how did it start? How did your fandom start? You're across the pond. Soccer, which is your football, is so humongous. How? How? And why? Why do you love American football so much? And the sport is growing, and will there ever be a full-time NFL franchise over in England? I still do not think so. He also is a season ticket holder for Man U. Now, that's the team that the Glaziers, who own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, own. And, boy, there are a lot of fans over there that do not like the Glaziers. My guest is not one of them. He does respect what the Glaziers do. But anyway, I just find it fascinating. Let's have a great 2022. Let's enjoy it, man. Let's get back to the little things. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for supporting me on The Rock Stops Here. The Rock Stops Here with longtime radio and TV personality Rock Riley is found anywhere you find podcasts and radioinfluence.com.